You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of October 21, 2018. This is episode 97. From that city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And let me think of a cool intro title. I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are continuing our Words of Note series with one you might not be familiar with, but it gives you a chance to think and reflect. Won't you join us in an exploration of Manan? It's coming up right now on the Bellingham Podcast. Hey, Chris, how you doing? <laughs> I am channeling my inner Muppet right now. How about yourself, AJ? Oh, I'm I'm enjoying the fact, dude. Do you realize we are we are weeks away from the big day, the big, the, the, the your favorite day of the year, Anti Black Friday. Oh yes, oh that <laughs> one. I was I was thinking as we're approaching episode 100, the milestone. Oh wait, that's coming up too. Yes, it is. We're a few away. That could coincide right along with the Thanksgiving the holiday, season. and then yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, at the top of the show, I just want to say uh, we are we are steadily on our way to our 100th episode. And I just want to say thank you, listeners, yes. all of you, absolutely, uh, especially extending out to uh, this little NPR station in Seattle, KNKX. The K- KNKX Radio, uh, uh, you know, uh, 88.5 down in Seattle, 88.7 up here in Bellingham on your FM dial. Uh, We love you up here in (laughs) Whatcom County, yo. Want to give a special shout out to the producer of KNKX's All Things Considered. This is Jeffrey Reddick. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for uh, taking the time to include us in an event that happened last week. Uh, KNKX traveled up to Bellingham and uh, had a live broadcast of All Things Considered at the Mount Baker Theater. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I was in attendance uh, there. You might have seen me, but our man Jeffrey, producer of this fine show, took the time to interview us, AJ and me, around the left atrium of the heart <laughs> of Bellingham. subdued excitement. <laughs> and uh, we, we actually were featured in a little bit of a bit about Bellingham and how it applies to the city and why we choose to stay here, having both been alumni of Western Washington University, both AJ and I. Uh, the, what a great experience. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. So Jeffrey, uh, as we say on the show, you You're are the goods. The goods. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so if you, if you hadn't kept that, caught that bait, you can check it out on kncx.org, or I also have a link on our site, our bellinghampodcast.com. Drink. Drink. Thanks again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's unpack this uh, word of note for this episode. Well, before we do that, isn't there something coming up from the Bellingham uh, podcast desk of Get Out? <laughs> this just in. No, we, we've got a special, uh, there's a special event coming up uh, around town that's in a, in a venue you may not... Uh, equate with local art uh, over there on the intersection of Bakerview and Northwest. Yeah, where everyone has to wait in li- uh, lights, uh, traffic lights, and be able to you know get to where they need to go. That's Costco so, Avenue, isn't it? Uh, funny, that's Arctic <laughs> Avenue, which is around Fred Meyer. <laughs> oh my bad! I can't believe it's Arctic <laughs> Avenue. That's safe for another episode. Okay, okay, okay. Because our time is precious. Uh, Spring Hill Suites off of Northwest here in Bellingham is going to be hosting their fifth annual Art Night uh, Thursday, October. 25th after work 5:30 to 8:30. Why would you want to go to Spring Hill Suites? You may ask. Well, I'll tell you. You've got the local art scene available to not just hotel guests but also to the community. Free admission. It's in the hotel lobby. What's stopping you? Uh, appetizers, drink specials from the Chuckanet Lobby Bar if that's what you'd like to have after a long Thursday at work. But you got local artists 
displaying their work in a really cool lobby setting. And there, I mean, this is this is the schwank. It is very skookum. Hashtag schwank. Hashtag skookum. And they will have live music available. I'm I'm sensing an early version of Fall Huga ah. <laughs> of of coolness uh, of enjoying some local art. Thursday, October 25th, Spring Hill Suites Lobby, 5.30 to 8.30. Go check it out. Dude, I think we should probably do a pop-in on that thing. I think that might be worth it. Uh, hope to be able to get in there. Uh, I think I might, might have some uh, evening activities, but we'll see what turns out. You might see us there at the 5th Annual Art Night at the Spring Hill Suites. Or you might listen to us on Camry 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. So let's talk about Manon. Manon. So before we do that, uh, I got to do our little disclaimer Please do. So uh, on this word of note, uh, our little sub-series on the Bellingham podcast, the views and opinions expressed by that of Chris Powell and AJ Barsay are just that. They are opinions and should not be construed as medical advice. Uh, anytime you're dealing with either health or mental health in this case, please consult your medical practitioner before you make any changes to your life. That being said. That being said, Manon. Yes. Um, you had brought this word to me in, in, a, in a text message and I'm like, <laughs> what the heck is Manon? And you you uh, talked about it. Why don't you give us an yeah. intro? Yeah. So as we were fleshing out the show, uh, Chris and I had figured out we wanted to kind of tie everything like we got Huga and, and, and Kaizen, Kaizen and, and we wanted to bring in a word that meant reflection. And I had literally, for a, a different project, I had stumbled upon an article that used this word. And of course, I'm like, what is this word? So Manon um, has a, a Gaelic roots meaning of new beginnings, morning, new day, or opportunity. It's fresh. It, it has positive feelings towards opportunity and a fresh start. But also from that, because I, I like roots and, and, and seeing where like words come from, Manon, also the, the core of that has um, a Sanskrit uh, background as well, Chris? Yeah, I did a little bit of checking as well as we're you know diving into this to prepare for the show. Uh, from the Indian Sanskrit language, there there's a a path to self-realization, and Manan has a part in that. There's three parts to getting to self-realization in Sanskrit. One is shravana, and here we go again. Yeah, sorry, I apologize to uh, those who are fluent in Sanskrit. Or I will, Gaelic, or Gaelic. I will be butchering this, so buckle up. Uh, Shravana is a careful listening to the teaching of the Vedanta. Number one is Shravana. Next one is Manana. And I apologize if I mispronounce it, but there's an A attached to the end of it in this case in Sanskrit. Repeatedly and deeply reflecting or contemplating what is learned from teachings. So you got to take time, think about what you, what you learned. That would be number two, Manana, not Manan. Ma man yeah. So the third part in this is Nididisana. I practiced this before the show, Nididisana, which is becoming completely absorbed in contemplation that no other thought enters the mind. This has got to do some, have some kind of tie with meditation I would or, think so. or mindfulness in, yeah, some, yeah. in a lot of cases. Once again, I ain't a professional, especially how I'm not pronouncing these words correctly. But we're trying. We're trying to integrate, you know, these these words of note in for the practical use of people. Yes, to improve our lives. And Manan has these uh it has a part in the Sanskrit uh, method of self-realization. Reflection, dear listener, is not just for mirrors. Reflection has a, a lot of what we can do to evaluate and focus on a bigger picture. We got to take a look at some negative patterns in our life. We've been talking about this with Kaizen in the previous episode. What is not going well with us? That involves reflection, where we have to have that conversation with ourselves and say, self... 
this is not working for me. And in, unfortunately, if we dedicate this time and make that courageous effort to have that conversation within ourselves and face some of these issues, we are going to come to grips with perhaps worrying about some things that are out of our control. Do you hear me out there, road ragers? That, that traffic tie-up, miles uh, on I-5 as you're trying to head home, that you're going to be late for your uh, evening uh, designated activity, that's beyond your control. What's funny is when you, when you said that, there's, um, I'll have to uh, find the quote. I think um, Kevin Rose had a, mm-hmm. a post recently on his Instagram by somebody, probably a Zen master, I don't sure. remember. But his quote is, don't worry, everything is not under control. Yes. That, that's life. And depending on what spiritual connection you have, that word of control can be attributed to other right. entities. Right, right. But when you're behind the wheel of your midsize SUV, as you see uh, someone with a BC plate ahead of you that's trying to merge into a lane. Or a Texas plate or, or Texas anybody plate. who's not local. Right. <laughs> or maybe some locals too. Maybe some locals too. Uh, I'm just taking road rage for example because I, that's something I can't control as right. much as I'm mentally trying to telepathize my car to lift up and go above traffic. Dude, I want fifth element cars. I, Where are my fifth element cars? Yes, exactly. Uh, but there are things that we cannot control and that has created the negative habits in our lives that we're right. dwelling on. A lot of what, the ways people act. I love how you just took a long inhale yeah, on that I was one, like, Chris. Do I go there? No. no. But the way some people act, especially the ones that get broadcast on media, sure, uh, we cannot control what they do. The only thing we can reflect upon is how that makes us feel right. and why that is the case. It, it involves a lot of, you know, in some cases, facing our fears of who we are as a person or who we've came to be. I've had to do a lot of work of myself to disengage from that monster that I created in my 20s decade, my angry 20s decade, where I was really frightened of people. And I built myself up to be the biggest pro wrestler looking guy that I could be to try to avoid that. And you still look the part. Yeah, but I got more of a a, a gut (laughs) and a little bit less definition in the guns. The Smith & Wesson has kind of turned into... pythons, brother! Yeah, no, that was... Anyway. Anyway, we digress. Get back on track. Let's do that. So basically, as we're having this opportunity for reflection, we need to be able to... uh, make the decisions based on our moral compass or conscience where we're at. This is like guiding things in a, in a positive way right. so that we can get better in being happy because that's, you know, it's not just a Pharrell song. We want to be happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but there's also a different types as we're thinking about reflection. It also involves a couple other words like introspection and dare I say rumination. Yeah. And so uh, AJ, why don't you talk about a couple of these? So the, the thing about reflection, um, so it, it, reflection is thinking about yourself, your actions and the way you behave. Okay. What the mirror sees literally yeah. like you, your reflection in the mirror, like that one Disney song, right? Or the, the analogy I use a lot when you're all alone in the bathroom after you get out of the shower and you're, you're drying yourself off and put on your clothes, whether it's to start the evening or start the day. It's just you in the mirror. Yeah. And when you look at the mirror, what, what do, you do you see? see? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Introspection, on the other hand, uh, involves examination and exploration of your mental and emotional state. This is soul searching, folks. Yep. I mean, uh, you're, you're diving deeper into the more uh, personal form of that reflection. So when you see it, what response do you see? Like, do you say, oh, crap, I look old today. Why? You know, what? why do you have those feelings? And then rumination, which I think you and I are going to probably ruminate over. Yes. 
uh, can be negative. Um, it often occurs when you're in a place of being stuck and you, you, you chew on things, you let things stew, mm -hmm. you feel idle. And usually when I reach that point, there's this little, uh, part of my brain that snaps on where my pops literally jumps in my brain. It's like, son, water off a duck's back. And then I move on, mm. you know, that that's kind of my little trigger when I, when I feel like I'm, I'm ruminating on something, don't sweat the small stuff. Like all these little things uh, that my pops used to say usually jump into my head to kind of deescalate me from getting fully ruminated. Very interesting. Uh, when, you, when you're, you know, we use the term ruminate, which actually I think the, the or origin of that word or the root word of that is to chew. Uh, but as we, as we explore an idea or something that is on our mind or like we got to ruminate on this difficult situation. I rarely ruminate on how I want to spend a thousand dollars, right? <laughs> that would be a fun exploration, but I think the rumination often occurs more of a negative kind of uh, stance. And we got to be we got to be mindful or be aware that when we are getting into that level, some negative thoughts may be amplified in our head. And this is where a, a, a fabulous author named Seth Godin and a couple other people refer to it as your lizard brain or <laughs> yeah. the inner narrative right. in your brain as you are exploring an idea or trying to figure out what's going on with you, that's when the negative thoughts start dancing around in your head. Yeah. And that is where you got to be able to take a step back, combat that harmful inner narrative, and take a shot of a mindfulness drink in a good way okay. uh, to be able to go, okay, those are negative thoughts. Those prob this probably won't happen. And oftentimes we... I Me, mean, I'll go first. You know, I often think of the worst case scenario as I reflect upon something that is uh, a source of hurt or pain or stress or anger or something that I got to contend with. The angstiness with. part. Angstiness, that's a great term. That is something where we got to be able to uh, disengage from the rumination part of, of exploring a lot of the worst case scenarios and go on visualizing, get into that happy place. What can be uh, a reasonable outcome for this? Yeah. And that's why, like I, uh, like I said, for me, I've got my lizard brain the moment that starts to trigger. Like I said, it's like my, my, my pops's voice snaps in my head and that, that, that helps me disengage from that angstiness yeah. because water off a duck's back, you know, it just, if, it just is what it is, you know? Oftentimes, uh, and I'm happy that you've got a, a, a parental unit yeah. that is that voice in your head. That's, that's a blessing. Yeah. And, I, and in a lot of cases, I'm envious of that uh, in some ways. In my mind, I'm picturing myself sitting on a sofa, arm draped over the top of it like uh, Don Draper in that intro to Mad Men. Dude, that's what, I gotcha. That's the visual picture I got. With the I suit got. too? Not really. I don't ah. do much uh, for suits. It's more like a black t-shirt. I anyway. always look sharp. But in my mind, I'm picturing myself sitting across kind of like in, in a counseling session in a chair. And I'm, yeah, and I'm talking to myself, the clone of myself, the, my best self. Right, best self. And are the one I, my brain wants to be uh, or my heart wants to be. And so that's where I hash things out when I have an issue that I'm currently working on. And so, you know, what is your, for, for those of you that are still sticking with us, thank you. Uh, what is your uh, mental image of how you are taking time to think about an issue, whether it be your kiddo that's facing a, a, a kind of a heartbreaking issue that you may not be able to control, mm. but you got to be there for them and, and walk with them through that uh, hurtful experience. What are you picturing when that time comes? That is what we're trying to uh, give attention to or bring to focus because we are so distracted and it's so easy to get wrapped up in many other things. Yeah. Got to take some time to think about what's going on within. And while we're doing this, 
we've talked about the what, what is reflection. We talked about the why, because, you know, you got to work on the negative stuff, but ooh, ooh, is how coming up next? Yes. <laughs> and and in, along those lines, where? Yeah. Because the when it happens all the time. Sure, sure. <clears throat> so how do we take time for reflection and in some cases where? I'll go first. But first, we want to give a shout out to 102.3 FM KMRE. Low power. Community radio here in Bellingham that is kind enough to broadcast this show Thursdays at 9-ish a.m. and Saturdays at 1.30-ish p.m. Yes. So uh, thank you again, KMRE, for broadcasting us. Now, my optimal environment, since we talked about Kaizen and getting that optimization right. thing going is on. Right, is out in people where you're you're a totally an extrovert, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, Costco on a Saturday afternoon is where I get Dude, a lot of time totally for that's totally not me too. No, seriously, <laughs> Chris, what, what do you do? Um, so I've talked a lot about, you know, for Huga, I talked about the quiet environment with some candles and, and, and warmth and some quiet music. Kind of the opposite when I'm looking to reflect on something. And it's really, you know, as I was thinking about this, and reflecting on this and ruminating on where is my optimal state for reflection, it's actually in my car by myself where is, is the, the ironic one. I, I could not shake the mental picture of me driving on Interstate 5, either southbound or northbound, in Skagit County, below, you know, south of Whatcom County. It's a wide open 70 mile an hour zone. And pretty much straight. Yeah, it's, it's straight and it's a three lane uh, highway, freeway that we have. I have my cruise control set to 75 miles per hour. Hi, State Patrol. Uh, and <laughs> I have loud hard rock music huh. playing in the background. Usually music that I enjoy because I'm used to it and it's, it's, it's pleasant for me. But for some reason when I have loud hard rock music and I'm focused on avoiding a collision, and not you know hitting someone, my brain is using its reserve cycles or its other processes, sub processes, if you will, to kind of work out and settle you know some of the put the put the blocks back in their uh, in their cubby holes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm finding these one or two sentences that will just enter my mind. For some people, that could be the Holy Spirit. For some people, that could be your brain just activating uh, in a lot of ways. But what I'm hearing in my brain often is good. Yeah. And and often is just a calm realization right. on some things. One that I may not want to come to grips with, but it's usually in that kind of environment. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic. So that that's what works for me uh in in a time for reflection uh, solitude in my car hurtling through space at high speeds. So let me let me riddle me this. So you mentioned the, that he uh hu Huga, Huga. I, almost, you go. I almost did it but I caught out. myself. Yep. So Huga, Huga's the exact opposite of that where you got the down tempo the 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 uh, ambient music mm -hmm. thing and you find your Huga there yet you're using hard rock yeah. How how is hard rock getting your inner monologue at peace? Like that that seems to me the opposite. Like most people listen to hard rock because like oh, I'm angry. Sure. What? How does that work? Here's a theory. With Huga and creating that environment, I'm allowing thoughts to uh, enter my mind and to and to just pause and exhale, and eventually some thoughts will gurgle, burble to the surface. There's no, there actually isn't a word called burble, uh, bubble to the surface. We're going to make it out of word. There you go. Uh, but when we're talking about reflection, there's already a thought there and I need to explore it hmm. and I need to, uh, figure it out and get to a resolution or get to a place where I'm able to put it in its place. When, when, when the, uh, stuff rises to the surface, when you create that environment in a Huga type comfort, cozy, uh, contentment, 
you got to be able to deal with it and process it and triage it and, and come to grips with it. That's where the reflection for me comes in, often with a deep dive with introspection, because that involves why it, me as a person am I doing this? Right. So I think that may be my best way of explaining why hard rock and motorhead, hi, <laughs> hi Lemmy, we miss you, uh, <laughs> is, is a great tool for me to be able to explore that issue that has already come to the surface that huh. I can't seem to get out of my head. That's interesting. Now, AJ. Uh, I've talked a heck of a lot about this stuff. What is your recipe for reflection uh, when you have I- an issue of, of some sort that you got to work on? So my, so I've I've talked about it on the show because it it's kind of a reoccurring thing for me, and that is the mountain doesn't care. Yes. You know that that when I want to escape or process or reflect or introspect or r- ruminate, I'm going to hold off because it ruminate doesn't really fall into that because by default the methodology and and the philosophy behind the mountain doesn't care you cannot ruminate on that it just is what it is right the mountain, the mountain doesn't care but it is welcoming and inviting to you right right but the mountain the, uh, the reason why i go up to the mountains to find that reflection is because um, the mountain doesn't care if you live die the mountain is so by default, my philosophy doesn't allow for rumination in that regard. So for me to uh, ruminate, reach that point, that's where my motorcycle comes in. Ah, yes. And so much like you, I, I found it interesting off the mic that you and I are kind of co-aligned when it comes to that that phase where I don't go 75 miles an hour. Thank you, uh, Washington State Patrol. Uh, for me, it's not about the speed um, and it's not about straight roads. It's the exact opposite. It's about curvy roads, my motorcycle. Uh, not on a fall brisk day where it's 39 degrees outside here in the Pacific Northwest. That'd be tough. But being able to just trek out on my motorcycle, and there's a, a really cool quote, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Drink. Drink. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, Morpheus. Morpheus from The Matrix. And many other roles. Exactly. He's an avid motorcyclist. And it's interesting because I don't know I don't know Mr. Fishburne, but I would love to. So if you listen to our show, uh, please uh, send out a tweet or an Instagram at the hashtag BehamPodcast. There you go. I'd love to chat with you. But no, he's an avid motorcyclist. And there's a quote somewhere that he gave in an interview where the reason why he's on his motorcycle is because when you're on a motorcycle, there's not much more that you can focus on. And for me, that helps my rumination. When I have something, kind of like you, you're on I-5 and you've got, you know, hard rock going. For me, I don't have any music. It's just, I am looking at the road. I'm processing the road. I'm processing how my bike feels, how the day is, the moisture. And by doing that, it helps me breach that, that rumination part where I, I, I can't stew on something at that point. And I kind of come back and I start to introspect and reflect. And it's interesting because most motorcyclists have that same... Zen that you can find when you're on two wheels and you're out in backcountry where it's not about speed. It's not being a throttle junkie. It's just about the journey of you hitting those curves and having those feelings. Is this a, is this an instance where you, uh, when you go for a ride and you, do you go for motorcycle rides because you have something to work on or is it just the pure enjoyment of it? And then, oh, by the, oh, by the way, side benefit, yeah. you get these thoughts pop up in your head. Both. I mean, it's, it's, it is absolutely both. And it's funny because like when you, like you just said, you go out for a ride, you talk to most motorcyclists, it's not about where you're riding to, it's how you get there. Mm-hmm. It's very much the journey, not the destination. And just by going on an activity where that is literally how that activity is built. You know, yes, you're going to go to Artist Point, but hitting those curves and and feeling your motorcycle and feeling you, that weight shift and getting that a little bit of an adrenaline rush as you go on that straightaway on that hill, that part alone helps your your brain 
just like your brain is processing how the road feels, you're helping your brain process how you feel. I hate to uh, break the news to you, AJ, but what you're talking about sounds an awful lot like number three, Nididisana, which is becoming completely absorbed in contemplation that no other thought enters the mind. Wow. You are currently in Nididisana, I am Nididisana. on your bike. <laughs> exactly. And I'm Nididisana on my Suzuki. <laughs> I sure hope we're pronouncing that word right. But anyway. We do apologize. Yeah, really, we, we do. We respect the Sanskrit language, in, in, but we got to bust out a show. Yeah. Uh, but this is, this is great because, so I got a question that's on my mind. You know, when, when I have in my cage of, a, of an SUV, and as Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction refers to a moment of clarity, uh, when I want to remember that moment of clarity, I need to be able to transfer that to my phone or I can't write it down because I'm hurtling through space at 75 miles an hour. When you're on two wheels and you've got that cool uh, wind in your hair mm -hmm. uh, and you're thinking to yourself, this could be heaven or this could be hell. No, it's not. Uh, bad Eagles reference. Not but nice. when you get that moment where it's like, bang, lightning bolt of a thought, what do you do as you're on your bike? Keep riding. Keep riding. Do you are you able to remember it? Like, don't forget the uh, trash can. Don't forget the trash can. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. To, okay. I, again, it, it kind of comes back to um, kind of like the mountain doesn't care. When I'm on that ride, it's about the ride, mm. and it just it gives me a frame of reference. Like that's the thing that when you when you get stewed on something, usually you're aggravated. You're just going mm -hmm. through your day and you're curmudgeoning. And it's because you have nothing else to focus on. You just are stewing. Yeah. That rumination for bad comes okay. in. And so by being on, by, on proxy, by being on that motorcycle, you know, I'm focusing on the ride and how it feels and, and my, my motorcycle itself. And that, that Zen keeps me a frame of reference so that I can't just ruminate it to the point where it's a negative thought. Mm. So the trash can can wait, yeah. you know, and when I get to the end of that ride and I, you know, fire, uh, you know, turn off my motor and take off my helmet, unzip my leathers, that big sigh that comes off of, that was a really good ride. Mm. Now I get to ride back home. Okay. And it just, it's, it, it, that part where you get to ride in and ride out allows for me to process. I can imagine that uh, for the four of you that are listening to the show, uh, some of you... Four that are motorcyclists. Yes, exactly. Uh, that baking may be that place. I have a, I have a dear friend uh, who gets into this place of total happiness, and I'm sure there's reflection involved, by being on the riding lawnmower. And, yeah. in, 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 in mowing Totes. their grounds Totes. in their backyard and front yard and stuff like that. I bet that is a place you're not going 75 miles an hour like I am. That would be a heck of a track. That would be awesome. But no, I, <laughs> but I have a friend that uh, gardening and being out in yep. the dirt and, and cutting the grass and making your environment look beautiful, that's where you can ex experience that place to be able to allow these thoughts to come in. I'm in a different decade than you, you young whippersnapper. And oh. so, yeah. And so I want these thoughts when I have something that's like, oh, wow, I got to remember that. I have to do something to notate that because it'll be that cloud that fades away. And that irks me. Oh, yeah. No, I feel <laughs> and, you. But uh, when the lightning bolt comes, you know, if you're, if you're baking uh, a, a, a tort and you're in their, your zone. You're, which, you're describing my wife. My wife does this. She, she stress bakes. Or she processed bait. Stress bait. Oh yeah. Is that a hashtag? Uh, it is now. There you go. Be hashtag Beham podcast. Hashtag stress bait. What a healthy way of handling stress. By but here's the thing. Here's the funny thing about this. Okay, so uh, so she stress bakes and she'll make cookies and she'll make different kinds of cookies. Mm -hmm. She'll make several batches of cookies, all to give them away. 
it's not for us. It's actually she'll 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 put in and they are awesome. Cookies. Stress cookies. They're stress cookies, but they're tasty. But she, she once I will have crates of cookies uh-huh. that I'll bring to work or whatever. Oh, and yeah. Explicitly, she'll tell me like you know, give these away. What a wonderful way to channel what is internally uh, bringing you down in a way for good. Kudos to AJ's wife for doing that. <laughs> um, so anyway, hopefully, uh, as we're wrapping up the show, that's our cue, um, that this gives you some pause for thought as far as ways to be able to combat uh, this pretty accelerated time that we're living in, uh, in, in this day and age. When there, we got to work on it, continuously improving ourselves, Kaizen, but sometimes we got to confront some tough issues internally in order to get to a better place to level up you know, in, in that horrible modern term. If you got any thoughts about this, or if you've come to a place about reflection, or you want to share with us something about what you've unearthed uh, for reflection, or you want to correct us on our pronunciation of our words uh, in, in that we've potentially butchered, give us a call. Area code 201-731-8324. That's 201-731-TECH. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to be able to chat with you, engage with you, yeah, and also I want to throw out there because I have had listeners reach out to me, and if you don't want to use the Beham uh, podcast hashtag on Twitter or Instagram, feel free to DM us. Yes, um, I recently had a, a listener actually just do that because they wanted to reach out to the show, and they didn't feel comfortable putting it out on the the public sphere because of the topics that we are covering. Totally cool. Yep. To better access me, you can DM me on Instagram. I usually monitor that more than Twitter these days. So, uh, Chris, if somebody wanted to DM you. For for the sake of the show, uh, what's your handle and what is your preferred method? Well, basically Google Chris Powell Bellingham. I got that one in the Google searches. You'll probably uh, find my ugly mug around there in the search results, but on Twitter and Instagram at Minimal Tech, M-N-M-L-T-E-K. I'm so minimal. I don't like vowels that much. And you got a really easy one. Yeah, it's just AJ Barce, but uh, reach out to, if you want to reach out to me, DM me via Instagram. So that wraps it up for this 97. Yes edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get your podcast. Or if you're in the Bellingham area, KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart of subdued excitement. On that note, take care of yourself and mind all traffic laws. I'm AJ Barce. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. We do not uh, endorse any high speed anything on the show. But I feel the need for speed on so many occasions. Oh, Goose, you're killing me. (laughs) 